0: guys what's up and welcome back to another coffee talk podcast episode today i am drinking some chamomile lavender tea my quote on my little tea tag says beauty is not caused it is by emily dickinson and that actually feels very suited or fitting for today's conversation because i want to align today's chat with the vlog that I'm actually putting out this week. I feel like I came to many insights over the last week, I filmed it last week, trying to find that balance again of what does it look like for me to live in my optimal health during the influencer era, which is, it feels kind of, what's the right word? Not hypocritical for me to say because I mean, from certain perspectives, I guess you could call what I do or at least what I definitely used to do, even though I still do it, (laughs) like influencing. I don't know, I've always hated using the term influencer. If I were to say I have influence, which I wouldn't say that I'm too naive to say I wouldn't or that I don't, I know that people that have been subscribed to me for a very long time will watch these videos or will watch my vlogs and gain an energy, or at least I hope, get a certain mood or energy from it that would hopefully influence that person to love themselves or take care of themselves or to feel like they can be vulnerable or just, you know, in their own skin. But I guess that's kind of, yeah, that is influencing, but uh, it's tough because I think that for the most part, when you think of like influencers, I don't want this to come out wrong. I don't want it to come out like I'm bashing what the influencer job title really means in today's world and to be honest I don't even feel like I'm a good person or equipped enough to say what that influencer title really means in today's world because I'm so checked out of it now. When you think influencer I feel like a lot of people especially in the fitness influencers or like health influencers it's not catered to you specifically or me specifically and it can't be because there is no one size fits all. What is going to be optimal healthy for me isn't going to be the same for what's optimally healthy for somebody else. And even what's most healthy for me this week will look different to next week and the week after that. So I guess that's what I'm trying to get at. Like, how do you find or balance what is healthy for you when it changes week to week or even day to day? And with all of this outside information, all of this outside influence coming into us, whether it's consciously or most of the time, subconsciously or subliminally, I can't say that word today. Subliminally, when it comes to health, something that should always be disclaimed, especially when falling into the pockets of the internet or pockets of just like society at large that have to do with health or, you know, fitness, exercise, well being, all of these things, that every single body is different, not just externally, but mostly internally as well. I mean, you have to take into account our genetics, you have to take into account. What's going on chemically with your body, from your hormones to where you're at in your cycle, to your age, to so many outside factors. How much are you sleeping? You know, how much can you sleep? What is your lifestyle like? What is your job like? How many hours of a day do you have to be on a screen? How many hours of a day are you able to be mobile? Are you able to exercise, or do you have to just have a lifestyle that allows you to be active while you go about doing the things you need to do because you just don't have time for exercise? this is where it gets so complicated. You know, there is really no one formula that can work well for everybody. And you might find some people or some influencers specifically in like the fitness influencing world where their regimens could actually fit really well for you. And that's always great. But I just think that it's, it should always be disclaimed. And even in my content, when I'm sitting here talking about, you know, motivation or how to take care of yourself or take care of your well-being or even sharing what I do, it shouldn't be like a copy paste. It should be, What's the energy you're getting from this? And what does that energy look like when you emulate it outwards? So whether the energy is, let's say, eating healthy or eating abundantly. So for one person, that might look like eating very, very high fat, eating to train. Maybe they're you know, looking to train for a marathon or a triathlon, whatever, I don't know. I'm not a nutritionalist, so I'm not gonna sit here and act like I know exactly what the best thing is to eat when training for those things. But what someone's eating for that Or to train for that they're still eating healthily and abundantly but for me to eat healthily and abundantly would look entirely different for me eating healthily and abundantly means that i'm cooking my meals at home i know how much energy it takes for me to be able to do all the things i need to do in a day while also nursing my son so i have to eat abundantly now and that has been such a freeing experience for me it's almost like i had to go through Motherhood to really get to a point that I could eat abundantly. I've always ate. I've got a hearty appetite I can eat now I know I need to be eating regularly through the day and abundant size like good portion meals because I'm not just Generating energy for my body and the things I need to do in a day I'm still generating like 95 if not 99% of the energy for my son right now So that has been such a cool experience as a mom that that's really taught me or freed me to the experience of eating abundantly and I feel satisfied and satiated. And I can catch myself when, you know, I've gone off and done a couple more things and I've nursed and I'm I'm getting to like, you know, an hour, two hours passes, sometimes three hours, mostly two hours, and then I'm like, ooh, I'm kinda hungry again. And then I'm able to eat more. And so I don't know exactly where I was going with that, but that's just to say that even that is gonna be different for me. Personally, right now, as opposed to when I stop nursing my son, I probably won't need to eat as much But I definitely want to take that lesson with me of giving myself the food freedom to eat whenever I want to eat To eat when I'm hungry and to never have to question it and never have to Feel threatened or feel a sense of fear with my hunger or feel a sense of fear with how much I'm able to eat I'm proud that I'm at a point in my life where I'm like I'm gonna make a second breakfast today because I'm hungry I think the part that gets the most tricky is how subliminal a lot of the messaging around health can be i'm going to use health but you could interchange health with many different things fitness uh, well-being you name it but i feel like there's still a lot of subliminal influences going on. And so this is coming away more so from influencers and coming more into things like diet culture, which are extremely strategic in the way that it makes us feel like we need to consume or purchase or basically remold ourselves to fit what society is saying is healthy. So what society is saying is healthy today, or maybe not even healthy, healthy, I think has even been captured a little bit as a word because it's like we'll throw healthy on anything now without really actually getting down to health. The reason why it doesn't feel like we're there yet is because health is still being thrown around as a physical representation of health. And again, don't get me wrong, there are definitely physical cues that someone is healthy, but they're not the physical cues we're talking about in society yet or in you know media yet. Very subconsciously, a lot of the times we don't even realize it, but when we look at each other, when we look at people's faces, you might actually start doing it right now, which is going to make me feel kind of weird because I've like, I know that it's going to happen now. But when you look at somebody, you can tell from their eyes, from their general, like even just down to the micro muscles in somebody's face, the way that their posture is the way that they're presenting themselves outwardly, like body language, you can tell a lot about somebody very, very, again, subtly and sensitively if you can tune into these things and these are definite representations of health be it mental physical whatever it is like if i'm sitting with some strong posture or just doesn't even need to be strong it can be soft but upright you know my heart is open and my chin is up that is a sense of confidence my eyes will be bright if i've been sleeping well i haven't been my energy will be Different when I'm fueling my body internally when my body is getting the nutrients that it needs and it's saying I have had enough I feel fulfilled Here is all of the energy now that I can give back to you that I'm able to show up that I'm able to think more clearly to come out of that You know mental fog which again can cause can be caused by many things But it definitely helps when you are fueling yourself in your most optimal way that you'll be running more smoothly, that you'll be thinking more clearly, that you'll have more energy, that you'll have more presence. You can tell by somebody's presence, in a sense, how healthy somebody is. But a lot of what health actually is, is happening internally in our bodies. It's stuff that we can't see. And it's things that we should not ever assume look or would be the same for everyone. And I guess my big point that I'm getting at with there being so much influence out there, be it from diet culture, or be it from social media, or even from the people in our direct circles that we're mostly in contact with, like at work, or in our families, or in our friendship groups, or in our communities, is that it all has to boil down to this very, very intimate relationship between you and yourself. And you are only going to know, truly more than anybody else, how healthy you really are based on how you feel, which is a great indicator and it's something that if you can start tuning into, you don't have to be perfect with it. It's just taking little moments to close your eyes and be like, what does it feel like to be in my body today? Like. Do i have energy am i just just stop and notice your posture if you're sitting right now like am i kind of like slouched and you know curved in on myself am i super tired so i'm like holding my head up these are not things to like obsess over these are just things to notice and when you notice these things you really can build on that intimate relationship with you and your health and your energy and your vitality and you can play with it you can become curious about it if you can block out a lot of the outside noise of what people are telling you looks healthy or looks admirable or desirable or so much conflicting information we live in an era of so much information that you can find two articles that have two completely conflicting points of views of the same thing. You might think like, oh, is this healthy? And then wanna go Google it or wanna go search it. And you will find both answers. So you have to get intuitive. You have to get in touch with yourself to know is this healthy or not. And when you don't know, you have to experiment. Considering I'm holding space to host this conversation and and that I do have a sense of influence that this should also be done paired with obviously your doctor or or anybody that you feel is properly qualified to give health information and nutrition information that that is not what this is, it's definitely not that. This is more so what I hope will translate to this conversation, an open invitation for you to say screw you or no thanks to if you want to be kind about it, any outside influence That is not you or the people that you garner to be proper representations or properly qualified to talk about your health with you, but especially you and your inside body, your energy, the different ways, the subtle cues that our health speaks to us or You know represents itself with us or brings its presence to be known that you can just say no to everything else and you can take the time especially if you haven't yet but continue to take the time to get really in tune with your own health to know what is right and wrong and the reason why this is so important is because what was healthy for me last week when i filmed my health challenge vlog is very different from this week and will be very different from next week i'm going to speak more specifically now to a niche you know, a little bit niche down this conversation into if you experience a cycle, a menstrual cycle. When I'm at my peak, when I'm ovulating and I have lots of energy and things are flowing, my pheromones are saying make babies, even though I'm not saying make babies, but like all of that is, generating my hormones all everything is at a completely different capacity than where i'm at this week as things are coming on a decline and so you know you can go on pinterest you can go online you can go on google you can go on anything you want and google okay i'm at this phase of my cycle what's best for me to be doing for my health right now but even that information is copy paste you have to get in tune with yourself so like i was able to bike today as an example which is considered to be a more you know high intensity cardio workout, except I didn't do it at high intensity. I was doing them high intensity last week. This week, I did low intensity biking because it's too cold and flurry outside to go for a walk, but I wanted to move, but I didn't feel like doing weights. I just didn't, you know, didn't call to me today. So I got on my bike and I went at a slow and steady pace, enough to just get myself a little bit of a sweat, but not definitely not as intense as it was last week. And the only reason I was able to do that and still feel really good afterwards and have the energy to host this conversation and continue on doing the things I need to do today is because I was able to tune into where. Am I at what would feel really good? If you can just answer that question, and that's a bit of a trick question because I mean, there's lots of things that feel really good in the moment. Eating a lot of refined sugar to me feels very, very good when I have my sugary coffee creamer in the morning. That feels and tastes very, very good, and those things aren't wrong, you know. Again, that could also be very much included in my health. If it is something that I'm getting something from, if it's like I have that little bit of coffee creamer in the morning and yeah, there's some sugar in it, but like that coffee and that moment, that's like one of my favorite parts of the day. Is it gonna make me miserable to take that away? Because if so, these are things I have to gauge and that I have to sit with with my intuition. And these are decisions that I have to make for myself or experiment with myself because I can make the decision and did today to try the rest of the week without my coffee creamer, I can take that information, the results of my day-to-day and be like, was that worth it? Yes or no? And then move forward with that newfound information and that newfound education on me, myself and my body, trust my intuition to know that I'm making the best decision moving forward based on the curiosity and the experimentation that I'm doing with myself. No two of us are alike, even identical twins aren't exactly alike, maybe. Again, I don't know if I'm qualified to say that, but like I would assume they're not entirely alike because there's nature and there's nurture and there's so many things that factor into who we are as individuals. So whether we're talking about health, well-being, whether we're talking about our perspectives, our opinions, what's the right decision for me to make in my life versus somebody else, all of these things are going to be different. And the further we mindlessly dig deeper into the online connections, the online world, the more that we oversaturate our brains with what's working for everybody else, what's healthy for everybody else, what's everyone else's opinion, what's everybody else's perspective, the less in tune we become with our own intuition. And so be very, very, very selective on who you allow to tell you what is healthy and not healthy for you or to you. For me, I have a new family doctor and so The more i see him the more he will know me but i still have to be able to give him the information that he can then use his education his specialty to help me further understand but he's not able to do that if i'm not in tune with my body my health my intuition to bring him what i'm noticing what i'm experiencing Um, and when i do hit roadblocks where i'm like okay i've tried everything and this area of my life still isn't getting better. Example, skin. Maybe you have a certain like rash or a certain texture to your skin. Like I get these red dots all over my arms, my legs and my cheeks sometimes. And like, no matter what, I mean, actually I haven't experimented that deep with it, but like I have tried different creams. I've tried taking different things out of my diet. And if that doesn't work, then I can take that information to my doctor and he can either help me or refer me to a specialist, but it still has to be down to you being in tune with your own health and you giving yourself the permission and the freedom to know that nobody else can tell you what's healthy for you, you have to feel it, you have to sense it. We can justify the choices that we make and say, hey, I'm healthy, like back off. But that's not the energy we wanna come at this with either. It's a confident knowing. And when you have that confident knowing, you don't have to be defensive about it. You don't have to prove it to anybody because you already know it within yourself that I'm healthy, this is this is the right choice for me, or these are the right lifestyle choices, or this is what I need to do for me to feel like I am taking care of myself. And when you're genuinely doing that and Even the internal deep subliminal subconscious parts of you know that. They know that that is where you're at. There's nothing else to do or say. And I think outside influence stops having such a hold on us. This is an important conversation to have. I think even with the shifts that are apparently coming down the pipeline, or I feel like I'm starting to see it. But again, I have really checked out of a lot of, I guess like the trending stuff out there, but I talked a couple conversations ago about how the new york post was talking about how a lot of celebrities are getting onto a specific diabetic medicine not because they're diabetic but literally just to suppress their hunger and lose weight and that is a terrifying thought because one that's being normalized then and two that's saying that oh okay thin is in and like that feels like such a step backwards as a society from where we've come to Whether it's body acceptance or I prefer body neutrality, like if you're taking care of your health, just be neutral of the way that your body looks. Like why do we put so much emphasis on these things? I would rather have, you know, a glowing aura or like a glowing energy to me and have, just like, just have energy. I would rather be able to be my upbeat, happy, bubbly self. Or even when I'm a bit more reserved, I would still rather be able to show up and, and have a presence than be starving and look a certain way or be over-exercising to grow a certain muscle that just doesn't happen naturally for me in the lifestyle that I've chosen. Anyway, I just think that it's important to talk about because I don't, I'm, I am I know that there's nothing we can do when it comes to those influences. There are certain influences that are so powerful that all we can do is hope for the best and focus on making sure that it doesn't infiltrate ourselves. Um, but with this little pocket of influence that I do have, I hope that this could inspire anybody not to follow along with those stupid trends and to be in tune with your own health and check in with yourself and notice, oh, I, I'm not sleeping as much this week or even when like holidays or things roll around where like there's just going to be certain weeks you don't eat as well and it doesn't need to be a big deal. You might notice, oh, I'm feeling a little bit more lethargic. I'm not feeling as motivated. Cool great information. I got to eat well this week or eat yummy this week. And next week, I'm just going to make sure that I'm eating a bit more vegetables or drinking a bit more water. And again, just like subtle little shifts, subtle little changes to notice the outcomes that you're getting from them. We don't want to, or at least I don't want to work in extremes. I want to be Soft and in tune with my health, and move forward making the right decisions in the moment that's going to best benefit my overall well being. Some weeks that looks like eating really healthy or doing really high intensity cardio workouts, some weeks that looks like maybe doing a five minute stretch in a day and eating all of the yummy foods and having treats before bed. That's it, that's, that's the, the hard part is that it's nuanced. There is no right one answer, not even for you individually, and that is okay. Part of our fear brain makes us want to know in specific rules or regimens, like this is exactly what you have to follow and you will get this result, but that is not the way the world works. That's not the way that life works. And so instead, if you can hold space for the discomfort that comes from, health will look different for me day to day, week to week, year to year, but that's okay, because as long as I stay in tune with myself, then you'll be good and I'll be good and we'll be good. So that's my conversation today. I hope you guys enjoyed. As I mentioned, I'm not always gonna do this, but sometimes if I can coincide a coffee talk with a vlog, topic that I know is going out, it'll be almost like nice sister content, if you will. So if you haven't watched the new vlog, it should be up on my vlog channel of the health challenge that we did actually with the membership club that is currently hosted on this channel, the Kaelin's Coffee Talk channel. This week we're doing a dopamine detox, so, checked out of social media even more so. And next week we're doing spring cleaning. These are just some updates. I feel like I don't, I don't love promoting myself in these videos or, you know, there's always something that feels a little unnatural about it being like, here's what I'm offering, come join. But I also know that it's stupid not to, like, how are you ever gonna know what I'm hosting over there unless I talk about it? So if you wanna join in, you'll definitely have time to join in if you're listening or watching the week of. To join in for the spring cleaning next week it starts Sunday the 19th and then goes into that week um, and after that even if you don't have time or you're listening later we're doing a plant your garden or a personal project last week of March and then more to come for April so let me know what you guys have been up to and outside of that I'll talk to all of you guys in our next chat bye guys <music>